Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. to First Strike, First Look, right here on Visa. And I'm your host, Dave Ross, going to help break me down this card coming up on Saturday. Who else but the one and only Lou Finnecaro. You can follow Lou at GamLou on Twitter, as I do. And, of course, he is the host of the Bout Business Podcast. Lou, pretty intriguing card that we have coming up on Saturday. So as we take a first look here on a Tuesday, and you look at Jan Janan going to take on Mackenzie Dern, of course, the Brazilian black belt specialist. Dern right now a solid favorite here, about minus 225. I'm seeing plus 190 coming back on Jan. What do you make of this potential five-round main event? Well, first of all, Dave, thanks for having me on this early in the week. It's easy to kind of grip it and rip it. And this is going to be an outstanding fight of consisting styles. You have Jan. uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce the rest of her name. Young, (laughs) bright, Chinese, uh, primarily striker. Sanda, Mm -hmm. that's a a striking specialty in Chinese. And she's only in the last few years mixed in MMA, but she's having tremendous success. That said, in her last two fights, both losses, she was exposed with takedown defense, as in a lack of 
and really being dominated on the ground by Carla Esparza, who's an undersized but scrappy uh, contender in the division. On the other side, Ms. Dern uh, used to have a hard time making 115. Mm -hmm. She had a child, has shown unbelievable maturity, and really is an unbelievably decorated Brazilian jiu-jitsu specialist. And her striking under Coach Perillo is really developed. Her issue is that she struggles mightily with wrestling, and that's what you need to take an opponent down. Jan's a little bit the larger woman, and that is the compelling part of this fight. If Jan keeps this standing, 25 minutes, she'll be in control, and Dern has to find a way after she wasn't able to navigate Marina Rodriguez to the ground but one time. When she did, she was effective. She has to find a way to get Jan to the mat, and if she does, the fight will end there. That's such an intriguing handicap here, kind of the stylistic ways they can find the pathways for both fighters here in the main event in the strawweight division. You mentioned Mackenzie Dern, that her, I guess she doesn't want to wrestle, right? But she definitely wants to use she that Brazilian jiu-jitsu. She can't. She so has no wrestling. And that therein lies the dilemma, right? I want to get it down to the mat, but I want it on my terms that I can utilize my BJJ, but I don't want to get in, into a wrestling match. You mentioned her hands have gotten better here in mixed martial arts. Is Dern proficient enough to, to strike with Jan, or do you think that would be a, a really bad recipe for Mackenzie as the big favorite? Mackenzie just tried to strike with Marina Rodriguez. Didn't work. Uh, who also uh, uh, decisioned Jan. But Rodriguez, even longer and taller, I think Dern learned a great lesson from that. And what she learned was how important it is for her to put some time in the grimy, grungy, unfun part of MMA, which is wrestling, and learn how to take an opponent down. That's what she's going to have to do. Jan's not going to wrestle. Dern. She wants to keep it standing. She wants to throw knees and elbows and and mark Dern up over the course of 25 minutes. That's going to be an intriguing bout at 115 pounds. Let's get to the co-main event. And whenever you have the rude boy back in there, Randy Brown, you know it's going to be, well, you don't know exactly what it's going to be, but it should be entertaining against Francisco Trinaldo here. Trinaldo, uh, the solid underdog here. Brown, as you can expect, over a $3 betting favorite. Is there any trouble for the rude boy here against the the veteran in Trinaldo. Only if Randy Brown comes in and looks past Trinaldo, who is really uh, probably 25 UFC fights under his belt, but most of those in his prime at 155, he's now 45 years old, let's understand. And so he moves to 170 because he has to, and at 155, he could bully these guys. At 170, he's got to find his way into the pocket where he's strongest and try and deliver power shots, which still remain with him. And Randy Brown is long and length. He's going to have five, six inches of height, three or four inches of reach and even though it's a small cage he's going to have to navigate space and keep distance and keep Trinaldo at the end of the strikes so uh, really this fight to me is one of those where you question it's probably just to keep Brown busy it's not the UFC's doing no favors for Trinaldo in my opinion really tough matchup for Trinaldo the biggest favorite on the board as you go down this card a little bit is Sadiq Youssef going to take on Dan Shanis here and Youssef 
Joseph is a $9 betting favorite. Lou, you and I do not advise people, certainly on First Strike, First Look on a Tuesday, to lay those kind of numbers. Is there another way that you would try to advise people when they see a huge number instead of just blindly playing that maybe in parlays? Is there another avenue of approach for you in a fight like that? Maybe not in this kind of fight, Dave. Uh, the, the issue here was Yusuf was looking to Chikadze. Chikadze pulls out, and so they just went and got a mannequin from a New York City street window and brought him in. And I don't mean to downgrade this young man, but they, they brought in a kid that's hardly ready, uh, going to do his best. But this is not a fight you're interested in unless you're playing 15-team parlay. You put Yusuf in there because there's I just see little way uh, he is going to to lose. This is a fight to keep him busy and warmed up and prepare him for a name fight in his next opportunity. A New York City mannequin. I'm totally going to steal that, but I will attribute it to the great Lou Finicaro. I, I look down and I see you know, old man take a look at my life, Alexia Linick, back in this card as well. Hey, age is just a number for the bow constrictor here. Uh, we got Ilya Latifi is going to take him on and Latifi right now, minus $1.75 favorite. We know what Alinek wants to do. He's going to look for some chokes. He's going to try to get this fight down to the ground. I'm assuming Latifi wants to keep this standing. Are you surprised that the pricing of this one has not gotten that far in front of Latifi here? At, I, I want to say only minus $1.75? Well, it kind of has. These guys were scheduled to fight in March. And at that time, Latifi was minus 135, and I was licking my chops. And that fight's <laughs> been rescheduled two times since then. Interesting uh, that Olenek... 44 years old himself, uh, he's got a glass jaw. Sneeze on him, he's going. And that's how you beat him. You knock him out. And all you got to do to knock him out is touch him. Now, the issue is, is if he holds on to anything, an arm, a leg, an ear, a baby toe, this dude submits you. So this fight, you want to either bet Olenek by submission or Latifi inside the distance. To me, uh, Latifi's interesting because he's 5'10", 240. If Latifi was two inches taller, he'd be a square. But he's packs profuse power, and he has no neck. So I don't know if that's going to actually be an option for, for the submission artist, Olenek. I have to favor Latifi here in this fight. He's going to knock the old man out, in my opinion. Uh, Lat Latifi's Currently minus 175 or so. The props will be out a little later this week. I love that because, again, how do you submit a guy that doesn't have a neck? And we know that's what he's going to look for that choke. How do you get a guy that really is going to be hard to find that? Uh, down the, the road a little bit in this card, I, I look at the Christoph Jocko fight against Brendan Allen, and that's intriguing to me. And again, almost a pick em fight here. Allen plus a dollar, Jocko minus a dollar 20. What do you see in that potential intriguing matchup? I see. Uh, not a potential intriguing matchup. I see a certain intriguing matchup. Jotko, uh, this is almost tortoise in the hare kind of, because mm -hmm. Jotko is that Eastern European standing stoic and straight. He's tough as he can be, but he's not flashy in anything, just a solid fighter. Allen, much more gifted and versed everywhere, but he makes Strickland look smart when he's fighting with IQ, when it comes to IQ, because Allen doesn't want to take it to the ground. He wants wants to show everybody how tough he is by keeping it on the feet, and he takes a beating, i.e. against 
Strickland. So mm -hmm. uh, you get a, a little bit more uneven Allen, but I think that's where I'm going in this fight. I think Jodko is a, a, above journeyman, but he's measuring stick, and I think Allen will get by him. Uh, Lou here on First Strike, First Look on a Tuesday. Any other fight so far that you've found value in that might switch before we talk again on Friday? Well, there's an interesting fight down, uh, way down low. Ch Chelsea Chandler, a debuter, and uh, the young Stoliarenko from Lithuania. Here's a fight uh, from two gals that are Invicta fighters. And Stoliarenko has four or five UFC fights, but she's very limited in talent, tough and willing, and game. Uh, the Chandler girl on her debut, this was 135 scheduled. She couldn't make the weight. They've now agreed that it's a catch weight 140. Mm -hmm and Chandler's last fight was 145. So this one's a scale watcher, but I think if Chandler struggles on the scale, I'm going to look hard to Stoliarenko at close to a pick -em based on her UFC experience. As well, Chandler's reason for making the fight 140 was medical issues. So you kind of wonder about her conditioning going in. And that's why Lou, I always say this, and it's I mean it uh, in every sense of the word, is that on Fridays on First Strike, nobody breaks down the weigh-ins and what you observe from those weigh-ins. So we'll be watching that one come Friday to see how that weight cut might be uh, for Chandler. Uh, very quickly, the Bout Business Podcast, Lou, tell the people what they get when they listen each and every Friday. Short and sweet, final releases for each UFC card. We're entering the last quarter of the year, so ears are pinned back and we're ready to deliver. And Dave, thanks for having me on this awesome program and sure appreciate it. Good luck to everybody. Can't wait to talk again for the full hour. First Strike coming to you on VEASAN on Friday. Until then, enjoy the week, and we'll catch up with you at First Strike on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. 
From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.